Hello and welcome to Live Fit, Ignite Change, where together, as a community, we inspire each other to live a fit life, ignite the change we wish to see, and thrive in all areas of life. In today's episode, we'll dive into the number one practice top performers had in common to reach their high level of success, and how applying this allowed my wife and I to travel the world for a year with our two boys. Also, we'll cover the four components needed to get fit and stay fit over the long term, as well as practical tips on the habits needed to live fully in all areas of life and why it's important for employers to embrace this concept. On these podcast episodes, I'll be interviewing amazing people who have risen above challenges and are living fit, creating change, and making an impact, along with solo episodes on topics that I've been asked about as well. But today, being our first episode, it's going to be a little bit different. I've had people tell me they wanted to hear my story, but I'm not really one to talk about myself. So we'll be sharing clips from when Don Winner interviewed me and shared his insights as well. Don grew his company from zero to over two billion in assets before the age 37 and is a champion of living fully. So it's a perfect way to kick this off. Changing our world does not happen at once. It does not happen alone. It takes a committed group to be the change we wish to see. So together, we rise above negative influences to lead by example, making a positive impact at home and around the world. You can learn more, join us, and get show notes at livefitignitechange.com, or for short, livefic.com. All right, welcome to episode one. We are so excited you are here. And since this is episode one, for some quick details on what we're all about, you heard the name, Live Fit, Ignite Change. And that pretty much sums up what we're all about. As a community, we inspire each other. Our goal is to help high performers thrive by offering solutions and advice from leaders in the industry to optimize health and performance so you truly can live fit and ignite the change that you wish to see. Our purpose is simple. It's to inspire humanity to rise above challenges, to live fit, fulfilled lives. And we're on a mission to inspire millions of future leaders to live their best life ever. You may have noticed the design of the letter I in both the I from Ignite in this podcast cover image, as well as from InRive in the logo for our performance nutrition brand. That letter I is a candle or a torch. And this is the candle we all carry. There is a light burning inside each of us. We just need the inspiration to rise above our challenges, lead by example, and let that light shine. So the message, take your candle and go light your world. So for my quick background, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, graduated from Georgia Tech, and always had an interest in health, fitness, and personal development. Professionally, I ran my own marketing agency, and on the fitness side, owned a CrossFit gym, and started the Fit Life Challenge, to truly help people live fit and ignite change. Also, my wife and I, after meeting on a study abroad in college and her traveling to New Zealand and dreaming of going back, we talked for years about taking a year to travel the world with our boys. And several years ago, we figured it was time to make it happen. So I was able to automate my marketing agency to create what was an amazing adventure year, as we called it. And you'll hear much more about that later in this episode. But it was nearing the end of that trip. We were in a gorgeous spot 
on the North Shore of New Zealand, and everything should have felt absolutely amazing. But something was off, largely coming from the indecision about what was next. The debate over, do we return to Atlanta, where we have family and friends that we love so dearly? Or do we follow our hearts and live on the coast and keep living that life that we'd always imagined? There was no clear vision. So I set out to change that. It was an absolutely beautiful day in this amazing coastal town called Mount Manganui, New Zealand. The mount, as it was called, was an old extinct volcano, and there were running trails so you could run up the mountain and overlook the gorgeous ocean below. So I set out for a run with my inspirational Pearl Jam and Third Day music playing and got to the top and here it was, this amazing view, looking over this beach town where we were living. And it was eight years before this, soon after the real estate market crash, when I had been working in that industry in a challenging time with a three-year-old and a newborn, wondering how we were going to pay our mortgage at the time. Yet I took a step back to model what was working for others and discovered what all the top performers in the world had in common. I saw how they were living fit lives, taking time to work out and keep their body in shape and their mind sharp while casting vision for the ideal future and starting their day with a morning routine. So I did that. I recommitted to daily workouts and created a vision of what I wanted life to be. I made it into a video vision, a mind movie, and in it, we said we'd travel the world and live in New Zealand for three months. When that part of the video came up, it showed a picture of New Zealand and the Pearl Jam song playing in the background had Eddie Vedder singing, see the waves on distant shores awaiting your arrival. Dream the dreams of others, you will be no one's rival. Now, here I was, eight years later, on the top of this mountain in New Zealand. We're living here for three months, and I see this view that had been on my vision board as a screensaver from years before. I pulled out a pocket journal, because yes, I'm the type that likes to run with a little journal in my pocket to write thoughts, and wrote about what an ideal life would look like in the most crystal clear vision possible. Recently, a few years after writing it, I pulled out that pocket journal and was amazed to see what I wrote, saying in an ideal future vision, we live on the Northeast Florida coast, specifically Ponte Vedra Beach, live on water, biking distance to the beach. Our boys are thriving on baseball teams in top schools, and I affiliate with an entrepreneurial organization on the Inc. 5000 list, following the lessons of Jim Collins and making an impact. And we're involved in the community, and I'm helping people live fit lives. And wow, that's exactly what happened, as you'll hear more about throughout this podcast. This is actually very much what this podcast is all about, living fit so you're in the right state of mind and can be there creating adventures with those you love and igniting change by casting the vision and taking the steps to get there. After writing that journal entry on the Mount, I followed up with some action steps and saw a house online that met the criteria and added that to my vision board. Fast forward a few months, we're back in the US and we go out looking for homes in Northeast Florida. And at first it was awful. Nothing was available, it was way overpriced and we were wondering, gosh, this may not work. But while we were out, pulled out our phone, looked at the app that showed the rentals available and what was there was amazing. The house that literally just popped up that minute when we thought it might not work, guess where that house was? Yep. 
it was a house on that very street that was on my vision board on water in Ponte Vedra Beach. Well, it worked out and we moved in the next month. So that's how it all came about. And as mentioned on these episodes, I'll typically be interviewing others. Today, since it's the first episode, we're sharing clips from when Don Winter interviewed me. So first, for Don's background. Don is the founder and CEO of DLP Capital, a private real estate investment firm and financial services company focused on making an impact. He's an expert in scaling high growth entrepreneur companies and consistently delivering double digit returns to investors. Through the utilization of his elite execution system, Don grew DLP Capital from zero to over $2 billion in assets under management and over $100 million in annual revenue, with an average three-year growth rate exceeding 400%, securing DLP a spot on the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing companies for an incredible 10 consecutive years, and all of this before the age 37. In addition, he is exactly the type of person that this podcast is all about. He lives a fulfilled life, leads by example, and is dedicated to making an impact at home and around the world, as you'll hear more about in this episode. Also, be sure to check out his podcast, Impact with Don, and the company, dlpcapital.com. Oh, and did that description sound familiar from what I wrote about in the Pocket Journal in the Mount for an entrepreneurial organization making an impact? Yep, right on again. So yes, several years ago, after we moved into that house on a Friday, I met Don the following Monday. And it's been great, making an impact with DLP, the team, and the events. Also, I'm still running the Fit Life Challenge, and now it's an enhanced version, partnering with mentors of mine like Mark Sisson and his coaches, as well as top biometric analysis companies, while also working with my family and others on creating FitLife compliant, which is basically paleo primal type foods that on the go youth athletes and their parents will truly love to eat while fueling optimal performance through our InRive performance nutrition brand. More on both of those later. So with all of that, for the first conversation that we're going to dive into, this comes from a live training that Don led at DOP. Now, the original audio on this training recording was not too good, so the quality has since been improved on the answers, but just be aware, there are some short clips of that original conversation that still exist, but they only last a few seconds, and then the rest of the audio is super clear throughout. So this first conversation is from a training that was called The 24 Consistent Practices of Highly Productive Leaders. It's one of the best trainings I've been a part of on leadership, and it combined the leadership philosophies from John Maxwell and Jim Collins, and Don came up with the 24 practices that it takes for leaders to be truly productive. There's a full training that shares all 24 practices, so you should definitely check that out, and we'll dive into these in a later episode. This clip dives into the first practice, discipline and building habits. Don mentioned he'd set me up to talk about my routines and diet. I have a couple leaders here who already I've lined up last night to, to give some insights. But beyond that, I didn't know where it would go. He started off the conversation covering that leaders understand that they must build habits that put them in a position to execute, saying that this does not happen by accident, that they are very intentional on how they spend their time and on building habits that drive productivity. As he explained, they understand that discipline is giving up what you want right now for what you truly want in the future 
or in other words, foregoing short-term gratification in order to achieve long-term accomplishment and fulfillment. Adding, Discipline and building habits is almost exclusively around how you spend your days. So Don posed a question to the group. And when you were 20 or 21 years old, it was hard to have six-pack abs, right? <laughs> when you doubled that age, so how many of you got six-pack abs, right? Not many, right? He then introduced me, saying the group knew about my leading the Fit Life Challenge, the Living Fully Wellbeing program, morning workouts, etc. And added, You know, Patrick, you know, I get to sit across from him every day and, and see what his diet, see what he chooses to eat, uh, see how he focuses his, his activity. So he asked me to share about my habits and routines. It, of course, doesn't just translate to six-pack abs, but it translates into all aspects of your, your life. So Patrick, go ahead. So I'd say habits and routines are absolutely essential to me. Going back to what I mentioned before during the challenging times about discovering the importance of morning routines, modeling those that were the best in the world, the most successful and what they were doing. And so I started this intermittently. But in the beginning, I really wasn't that consistent at it. But then it was on that trip when we first started our family adventure year, as we called it, back in the fall of 2017, that my boys could actually notice the difference. Now, at the time, they were 11 and 8 years old, and they would actually see the difference if I had done my morning routine or not. If I hadn't, I was still in that kind of groggy, mean dad state, but otherwise, if I had, then I was primed and ready for the day. And so they would notice and say, Dad, you haven't done your kickstart yet. Do you go do your kickstart, since that's what I called it, my kickstart for the day. And so that is when I committed to actually doing the morning routine every single day without fail. And now it's been well over a thousand days in a row. And I can say that it is absolutely the number one thing that has brought about the positive mindset that has led to the greatest achievements and fulfillment that I've had in my life. So you mean you did this even during COVID? Yeah. Absolutely. Even when you travel? Absolutely. Even on busy days? Yeah. Even when you had life throw things at you? Every day. Right. Um, so that's that's what the discipline is about, right? How much time doesn't it take? A lot of time. No, not at all. Really, five to seven minutes. That's the core. At least that's the quick, essential version of the gratitude, getting your body in motion. And yes, wherever you are, you can make it happen and get it done. So walk us through what does the routine look like. Sure. So for me, I start my morning routine immediately after I wake up. And basically, it's going to find a place. Sometimes it's in the garage gym. Sometimes it's on my screen port. Sometimes it's on the beach. But the place isn't important. It's just going to it immediately and being able to hit the key components. So it's really getting your body in motion. It's something I do called lymphosizing, which for a short version is kind of like doing mini jumping jacks combined with giving gratitude and combined with visioning. And what that means is you know, it might do your jumping jacks to get moving, and then you can give three things that you're grateful for, and then think about what your biggest goals are, and then what your biggest priorities are for the day. And so that can really be it. You can wrap it up in five to seven minutes. If you want to continue on to journaling, which I do as a part of that pretty much every day as well, can fit right in. If you want to prolong it, then there is further meditation, stretching, you can even do a morning workout if that works for you. But for me, I actually found just that quick morning routine is best so I can get up and get going on the day to focus on my biggest priorities for the day to start. Then later in the day, after the workday, my break between the workday and dinner with the family, that's when I would do my more intense workout, CrossFit style workout, strength training, run on the beach, whatever it may be. 
and then I can get that just feel great for the the family time, the time we're going to spend together. And then at the end of the day, that goes to the bedtime routine where you can go in and share wins with your boys or say prayers with them. And again, find what works for you, but that's what's worked for me. And it uh, again, it's, it's these schedules, the habits and routines that it sounds like it's structured, but it actually gives you freedom to live the way you want to. And Patrick, any diet tips for the group? For me, what I eat is all about performance and how I feel. And so it was years ago during CrossFit where I gave up a lot of the traditional foods that cause issues with people. Obviously, the sugar, gluten, grains, the industrial seed oils, all that kind of stuff that really causes issues for everybody. But then there's other things like dairy causes an issue for some, legumes for some. So there's a process of being able to just kind of go and try for 30 days or so to give up all of that stuff and then slowly add back what causes issues for you. So as I did, I found things that caused issues for me and some that didn't. So I took out the things that hurt my performance. So it was amazing when I went back to just eating a regular sandwich or having those gluten and grains, how tired I was after eating that for lunch and my performance was worse as well. So I didn't want to go back and do that. And so again, we say every body is different, meaning Everyone, everybody is different. And so find what works for you. But the point is take out the things that are not fueling your performance, but not to the point that you are not enjoying it. It's all about enjoying the food. I always talk about coming up with things so you can have an empowering alternative. So it's not about giving up or you're not going to stick with it. It's finding things that you love that will fuel that performance and make you feel great. So that's what it's all about for me. So I hope you enjoyed that and got a snapshot into why it's the small daily habits we take that are so important. All the specifics of these routines and diets, including the empowering alternatives that taste great when aiming to avoid grains and sugar, along with the checklist, meal plans, they're all packaged together as part of our Fit Life Challenge. We'll link to that in the show notes and dive deeper into that later in this episode. For now, we'll dive into a conversation that Don and I had last year, where we cover living fully, fitness, family adventures, and it starts off talking about the four crises in America that DLP is impacting, and particularly focusing on one of them. Despite having more opportunities now than ever, a high percentage of the population is just not happy, and Don has referred to this as the happiness crisis. So here's that conversation. Um, the happiness crisis. And, and it's one of the four areas of impact, the four crises that we're really focused on here at, at DLP is, is making an impact on, on, on the fact that uh, we have a tremendous number, tremendous uh, percentage of, of the world and the country that is you know, unhappy right now, the highest levels of unhappiness um, in, in American history. And uh, I think it ties a lot in with, with our core value of living fully. And I'd love for you to talk a little bit about living fully, especially in the context of, of happiness. Yeah, absolutely. Living fully to me is such an important part of, like you mentioned, happiness, but also just living a great life that is fully productive in, in every sense. And I know coming straight out of your book, Building a Lead Organization, and all the stuff that we teach here at DLP, getting into the concept of the eight F's is what to me, living fully is all about It's living fully in really all aspects of your life. So when we go through the process of the assessment that you created, I love how it brings together everything that people want to focus on. And so, you know, you can start with an assessment and I'll go through, like I mentioned, the eight F's would be family, friends, faith, finances, fitness, fulfillment, freedom, and fun. And the idea there is that you think of a, a wheel 
And if you have a round wheel and you're solid in all eight areas, you're going to go. You're going to be able to move that wheel and have a great life. But if your finances are, are hurting or maybe your relationships, your family is hurting and it's going to be like a flat tire, you're just not going to be able to roll. And so the whole idea of, you know, I think, again, you mentioned in your book, it was in the chapter on productivity was all about. The, the folks that need to realize, the organizations, the leaders of these organizations need to realize that people might be coming to work and not being totally productive because of all these other things. And you get it right and you can get them to, to fix it and really get on that right path by truly living fully in all aspects of life. So, I mean, it goes back to so many things and I could dive into all aspects of what we do from living full a day and all the rest. But to me, I think it just comes down to that core belief that this goes beyond business. We want people to truly thrive in their lives. And that that's really what living fully is all about. Yeah, that's, that's phenomenal, Patrick. And I, I wanted to hit on, you know, uh, recently we, we talked a bit, bit about this internally at, at living fully day. Um, and um, actually at, at another uh, DLP uh, day that we, um, you know, we just had called alignment day, which is, um, uh, J- Jeff Bezos recently was quoted saying, you know, he believes the term, you know, work-life balance is a, is a debilitating term, right? That, that it means that you're, you're having to trade off, you know, work and, and everything outside of work, you know, family, your marriage, you know, fitness, all, all the other eight F's as you just, you just talked about it. He says that's a debilitating term as it's more of a circle, as you just said, right? And it's more of, uh, of, of it all working together, a part of uh, one plan. And, you know, I, I always think back that, hey, it's easy for me here, you know, running a company and being a, a leader of an organization in 2021 to, to have this concept of, of work-life integration and be able to believe that, you know, being success, you know, having real success is, is, is achieving success in all eight of these areas of life at the exact same time. And, but, and you know, because I recognize that it was much harder, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, before technology. And it may have been that, hey, in order to work, you had to be, you know, at the office and you had to, you know, be there at eight, nine o'clock at night. And um, you couldn't go home and, and, you know, do work after the kids go to bed or or integrate areas of life as, as easily. But you being, you know, a, an executive here in, in uh, DLP, you know, talk to us a little bit about how you've been able to uh, embrace this concept of living fully and how you know, you've been able to incorporate certainly working really hard and a lot of hours and being dedicated to your work um, with all the other areas of your life that you're, you're passionate about. Talk, talk a little about, you know, how you live fully and how you, you lead uh, by example here in our organization. Certainly. Yeah. Thanks for that. And I know you certainly do the same. I've definitely modeled your leading by example as well. But I would say for for mine, it really does go back to having that sense of the schedules, the habits, the routines. I mean, doing morning routines and all the rest is so essential. And then being able to plan out the day where I know I'm going to get started with mindset and making sure I'm on the right track, that I'm going to be hitting the things that I need to do right off the bat, most important in the morning to get the day started. And then you're going to have the meetings. You're going to connect with the people who are here, the, the our team members that we work with and really being able to make a difference with them. But then having the items built in to that schedule to make sure that I'm going to leave at a certain time so that I can actually make it to my workout to do my daily workout, which is more for my mind than, than anything, but it certainly keeps me in great shape too. But it's that break between the end of the workday and the start of the family night before our, our family time 
And then certainly very active in, in coaching my boys' sports. I love being able to be a CrossFit coach and coach their Little League baseball teams and just kind of go out and, and make a difference in, in that aspect of life where you are involved in the community. You're impacting the lives of these other kids. You're coaching on the baseball team. And so it gets back to my point earlier of being able to live that more full life. You are inspired. You are excited. And you bring that into the office. So I know if I've got to leave to make my workout, I'm going to be more productive during those hours so then I can go spend the time with the family. I do my evening routine, which is really just as important, telling my boys goodnight, saying prayers, doing wins. And then you know, after they go to bed, I might go back for a couple hours in the evening to really hit on the most important time at the things that I need to do. And you know, at that point of the day, it's, it's quiet and knock them out, but certainly get the things that that I need to get done finished and all kind of within that encapsulated schedule of what I've found to be a way to, to really live fully and productively to get the things that are most important complete. Awesome. So, so many, so many nuggets there. And I, I want, you know, those of you, uh, you know, listening here who, you know, are running, running organizations, um, uh, owning businesses to, to recognize there that I have right now on, on this episode with me, one of my senior leaders, of the organization who certainly you could think of that I might be thinking, you know, Patrick's leaving at a, at a, well, maybe considered an early time to leave to go get his workout in to then get home and have dinner with his family to go coach his kids sports, to be able to have his evening routine with his kids where he's celebrating their successes and wins and having time for prayer and having time to stay in shape and gets to go spend time, at, you know, at the beach and spend time traveling to see family and, and all these things that that would be something, you know, I would be, you know, against, um, when it's the exact opposite, I recognize that not only do I want Patrick to have this, you know, uh, truly live fully and, and achieve success in all these areas, because I know that's what's going to make him more productive at work on the, the short term, but certainly over the long term. Um, but I want him as a, as a senior leader in our organization to be modeling that and sharing that uh, with with all the uh, other team members throughout the organization and modeling that that behavior of of being able to live fully, whatever that means for them, right? At different seasons of my life, different seasons of Patrick's life, um, what our schedule looked like, what the habits we built may have been a bit bit different, you know, before children than, you know, after children, as they may be a bit different when our children are out of sports and are in college or, or grown, it, you know, seasons will change what those those routines are, um, but, but building those habits around what's most important, adjusting how and when you get your work done and passionate about your career around, what is uh, most critical um, in, in your life today. And, and I just think that's it's really important for those uh, running businesses to recognize the, the, the power of that. And then certainly for those of you uh, working in organizations, understanding that um, that uh, when, when, uh, when you go intentionally focus on improving in all areas of life, you're going to get more and more today, you know, the leaders of organizations, your, your CEO or, or, or boss, recognizing and appreciating you know, the value of you uh, focusing on having success in all areas of life is it's going to uh, create, turn you into a better, a better ultimate producer and more valuable uh, to the organization. So, um, so thank you for that, Patrick. So I know one of the coolest things that you've done in my eyes anyway, um, is you traveled the world for a year with your, your, your family, with your kids, your two boys. Um, so can you talk to us a little bit? I mean, it's inspired me and, and something that my family and I are planning to do around the same ages my kids will be when, when you did this with, with your boys. Um, talk to us a little bit about, A, how did how, that experience and and how did you, you know, keep yourself disciplined and, um, you know, through uh, the, the challenges of, of traveling and being in different places and, and, and uh, not having the same, 
you know, being in the same home and, and having all this change all the time. Um, because a lot of us I know are thinking, oh, you know, the biggest challenge I have to staying on a routine and 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 staying disciplined is, you know, is travel is is, uh, you know, for, you know, often for work. You know, how did you go and keep discipline? And just talk a little about the experience of traveling the world, as I know that's something and more I've been talking about with people, more and more people I talk to would love to do the same. So I'd love, love to hear a little bit about that and the lessons you learned from that experience. Sure, absolutely. Some incredible lessons, incredible mem memories. And it was pretty interesting how it, how it came about. And I think to follow up quickly on your last point, you know, talking about the day and just to acknowledge you as well as being a coach, I think it's pretty incredible that you were able to go out and coach multiple teams, not just one basketball team, but two and football teams and all the rest of, of your boys. So I, I admire that and acknowledge you for that, that that to me has always been what's been so important to myself and my wife. And when we did talk about this traveling world, I mean, it started years ago. We, to give you a little background of the story, I know you know it, but for the, the listeners, we met at Georgia Tech, not actually at Georgia Tech, but on a study abroad that was over in, in Europe. And when we met there, our whole early life was based on adventure travel and doing fun stuff. But then you have children and the travel kind of stops. So it did for, for years and it was really, I mean, you could talk about troubling times where this was back, gosh, let's go back to, I don't know, it was after the real estate crash maybe 10 years ago where I'm working at VP of marketing as a, uh, in a real estate company and basically voluntarily left the company. Uh, but that was right when my wife and I were talking about well, what are we going to be doing to really live the life we've always imagined? And I took a step back, and this is actually when the morning routine and all that kind of stuff started. And it was in that time we said, okay, we want to go live in New Zealand for three months. We want to be able to travel the world and actually made it part of our, our long-term vision where that was something we wanted to do. And we always said we were going to do it before my boys got to middle school. And it got to the point where my oldest was getting to middle school in a couple of years. And my wife, my wife and I were like, well, if we're ever going to do it, now's the time. Now, at this time, I was, I was living in Atlanta. I was running a marketing agency. And we we're like, you know, how in the world are we going to do this? But we, long story short, set our minds to it, decided we were going to, and basically turned the marketing agency to kind of be one on autopilot, that would run essentially without me. I was still working and I would still check in throughout the days when we were traveling, but to be able to, to make it happen, uh, we just kind of set the, set the motion in place. And it definitely took discipline to, I guess, stay on track with this vision because there were people that were very dear to us in our lives that were not up for us going. I mean, it, basically the whole idea is like, our boys were thriving. They were in a private Catholic school in Atlanta. We had a great life. Why would you dare leave? But I think to me, the biggest thing as it relates to you and this impact podcast, I mean, obviously we had some incredible times. Yes, we went to Hawaii and lived in New Zealand and Australia. And the, the thing though that had the most impact was our time in the Philippines. And we had just left the Great Barrier Reef in Australia and you know, had been in places that didn't really have poverty. But when we flew into the Philippines, my, uh, my, my son, my he was 11 at the time. He's 14 now. It was a ride from the airport to this beautiful guest house we were staying in called the Bella Vida Guest House. They had never seen poverty like that on the ride in. And as soon as we arrived there in that spot, he looked at me and said, wow, dad, that makes you so grateful for what we have. And I was thinking that's the kind of thing that can't be learned in books. And I mean, it didn't end there because 
following example of of Bo, who was in episode one on your podcast, he works with Kiva and gives uh, gifts, loans out to those in need. So when we did that with my family, both boys picked those that needed loans in the Philippines. But then it didn't end there. And after Corona was shut down, uh, basically that's where we went in the Philippines, um, in the Belvita guest house, closed to tourists, schools closed, and their house became basically a hub for getting school supplies out to people. Now my boys go out and they do yard work. That's how they make their money. And they pledged to give money for every grass they cut was was going to that. So I just think there are things like that where you learn the type of things you could never learn in school to be able to see that type of impact. And it's just been, a, yeah, definitely a great, great experience. And I know I went down a really long story there, but to answer your specific question on how I stay disciplined, this was not a vacation year. I was still working with the marketing agency. We set up a system. Now, it wasn't quite as refined as your elite execution system, but definitely some similar elements and where everything was organized. So basically when a project came in, everyone knew their exact role and just executed on it. And my boys, well, they were still in school, homeschool that was, and my wife was able to teach them. And I have the privilege of teaching Spanish, religion, and PE, but she really taught them everything else. So it was while they were in school, that's when I got my work done. But there were many days when you know, we were out seeing the world. We were climbing a volcano or snorkeling. And then when we'd get back late, well, we often stayed at Airbnbs, but there are many times we stayed in hotels and you know, they were exhausted and they'd want to go to bed. So I don't want to disturb them and keep the lights on. So I'd actually go into our hotel room, bathroom, and just use that as essentially my office to knock out all the items that I needed to do. So yes, it certainly took discipline, but it was well worth it. And really turned out to be the best experience that we've ever had as a family. That's awesome. So so I'm going to actually jump jump around here a little bit. You, you caused me to, to kind of want to ask a couple of different lines of questions. So um, for anybody who doesn't know this, and I'm guessing you know, most most probably don't know this here listening, um, you know, the, the book that um, Patrick's referenced that uh, and maybe where some of you first you know came in contact with us building an elite organization uh, outside of myself, Patrick was the uh, uh, most uh, responsible for uh, for the the book getting out there, potentially getting in, in, into your hands, and and for uh, you know the efforts that that we've done in, in uh, trying to help build elite organizations. And one of the most common questions is people have been going down the p- path of of building elite organizations and implementing elite execution systems. And when they read the book or when they come to one of our events, and uh, the the biggest uh, challenge often is. You know, how do you go about, you know, attracting and keeping and retaining the, the best people? And uh, the most common positive feedback people give to me uh, when they come to our offices, our events is, wow, you have such incredible people. We have such incredible leaders and, and everybody through the organization, people who are running companies are just so impressed with the, the quality of our, our, our people here. And, and the most common feedback people give me when they read the book is, you know, I love the, the focus and intentionality around around the people uh, side of the organization. And I'd love to get your perspective on, you know, how do you go about building an elite organization, uh, people side of the organization? How do you go about attracting, retaining, developing um, the very best people from, from your perspective? Great question. Again, you definitely hit the big points there. And it, it goes back to culture. And I, I just always say again, you know, treat people how you want to be treated and being able to develop people, not just for their leadership, that's absolutely super important, but also developing in their personal lives. And when you do that, productivity is going to be better. 
as far as attracting people, it is, I think, two things. I mean, start by treating people right. So they will truly be the ambassadors to your brand and bring the best people that they know to you. But the second is really, it's casting that compelling vision. You know, as we've said before, it's, as Steve Jobs said, you cast a compelling vision enough, it's going to pull people towards you and then show them that vision. And I've got to share with you too. I mean, I was just leading the group uh, here in this room, our elite members just last week, where we were training people. Essentially, it was a, a group who was looking to implement the elite execution system in their business. And we were going through training presentations on what we do to inspire our team to help grow the company. Obviously, you've had success living, uh, growing a, a fast growth company. And so the way we did that is by doing what we call vision day. I know you said it's your, your favorite day of the year, but as we started talking about it with the group, I mean, the idea is that what you started with your elite compass was being able to share the vision of where this company is going. On that day, you create a day where you're bringing in all the awards that you're celebrating people from the year that they've done, all the successes that we've had, and just all the impact that you've made by giving out to the world. And you bring all that together in a really compelling couple hours that then turns into a video. That one video is probably the greatest attracting source for people that would be looking to come in into DLP. And I know those that were talking about it here in, in the room were just talking about what what an inspiration it was to be able to see that and see a company that's doing so much good. So it's really living that that mindset, I guess you could say, you know, you everyone can have their core values, but really living it by treating people right, casting that vision, sharing it with others makes an amazing difference. So I'm glad, glad you said that, Patrick. And you know, uh, you know, we we are focused on this this crisis of, of happiness. And and uh, you know, the great Dale Carnegie said, you know, the number one human desire is that of the feeling of importance, of, of significance. And and another way to think about it is people want to be uh, a part of something, you know, bigger than themselves. They want to be a part of of a. They want to have purpose. They want to. Uh, be a part of, of making a, an impact. And, and so it's really cool. You're referencing on the, the vision day uh, video is it's become such an incredible recruiting tool um, as well as such an incredible tool to build the, the culture within an organization because um, it's us laying out a clear direction, clear vision, clear, clear um, uh, purpose to, to what we're uh, about and, and where we're going and, and how everybody fits into that. And when people can see a genuine uh, uh, focus on on making an impact and doing good and, and helping others. People want to be a part of that, and, and people, I think, more today than ever, are in search of of, of connection to to something you know bigger themselves that they can be a part of and and and, and impact. And um, and that's uh, just uh, just been a tremendous uh, part of our of our success of having you know clear clear direction and. And that's a, a lot of what the building lead organization helps helps you craft and help you figure out. But I want to move Patrick to to the next book that I, this is probably the first time we've talked about this in a, in a public uh, format here per se is is we are working on um, writing the next book and Patrick's heavily involved in this and called Building an Elite Career, which is a book focused on not what we as you know senior executives or owners or leaders need to do to grow a lead organization, but what, what individual um, uh, team members, individual, you know, people need to do uh, to build an elite career, not just a, a career where they're successful in their work, but they're successful in, 
in the eight F's of life. They're, they're, they're truly living fully while they accomplish all of their, their dreams and, and, and growth in their, their careers. So you talked a little bit about, you know, uh, what, what led to, to, you know, creating this, this book and, and how you, uh, how you feel this is going to, you know, be able to make an impact on this, this happiness crisis and, um, uh, you know, help so many, so many people um, uh, looking to, to find, uh, find purpose and, and make an impact. Absolutely. Great question. So I think this one is great because you, you go from building the lead organization, which was really for the kind of the leaders of the organization, how to implement their, the elite execution system to scale and grow. And so now this building elite career is, is truly for the team members. How do you thrive in everyday life? How do you thrive in an elite organization? That to me is what it's all about. And you were just talking about the key to happiness and the key to happiness was feeling like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. You're, you're growing, you're developing. And so yes, seeing the vision day vision is great because you can get that connection that we so vitally need to be able to grow with a company and make sure that we are part of that vision. But the second part of it is personally too. And that's what a lot of this second book would get into. And a lot of things that we do here at DLP specifically related to the personal compass and the personal compass, you're coming up with a mission for your own life, a family mission, where you're going to go together, what your vision is. And I think we might, we might get into it later, but a lot of that leads into how we use our elite journal and using the, these things to be able to cast that vision for where, where you want to go and then being able to do the things every step of the way. So building elite career is going to be a great opportunity to kind of jump off and say, okay, here's the elite execution system that has helped businesses scale and reach amazing heights. But now how you as a team member within one of those organizations, can you really ignite your career to be able to take off in all kinds of ways by yes, helping the company hit that big vision, but also you and your personal life. So you're truly going to live fully in those eight F's that we talked about before. Awesome. So, so, you know, what Patrick just referenced is our elite journal here that I have in, in my hand right now. We're going to, I'm going to kind of conclude with that in a minute or two. Uh, but before we get into that incredible tool, um, that really you uh, deserve uh, the vast majority of the credit for for leading and making happen. And, um, and you know, just recently was talking to Hal Elrod, the author of Miracle Morning, previous uh, guest, and talked about how it's it's arguably the best uh, journal he's ever come across. And he's the, you know, per se, the king of of implementing, you know, these types of disciplines in, in this life it was pretty, pretty cool uh, affirmation. But, but anyway, before we get to that, I want to first hit on a topic that I know at least in, in my belief that a lot of people struggle with and, and I think often is one of the, the biggest challenges people have, especially those who are focused, even the, the most driven people who want to, you know, want to be successful, um, neglect, which is their health. And and I think often when, when health and, and fitness is, is not where we want it to be, that can lead to, to negative effects in, in, in all areas of life above and beyond, um, you know, health, which is obviously pretty critical in and of itself. So you lead here at DLP our, our fit life challenges and um, lead us often through, you know, uh, short kind of workouts to start our, our days. Um, so I'd love for you just to talk a little bit about the importance of uh, uh, fitness and, and maybe a few tips on, on what people can do to, to improve that area of their life. Sure, Absolutely. And yeah, it kind of goes back to my background before where I'm a CrossFit trainer and certainly love that side of life as well. But it was more than just getting people into the gym where I started the thing called the, the Fit Life Challenge. And you break it down to the very simple things. What do people need 
everyone wants to either lose weight or look better or something, but there's something holding them back from getting there. And the three things you really need to make it work is you simply need the knowledge. You need to know how to do it. Basically have a guide, have a plan to show you like, what is the proper way to eat? What do I need to do to exercise? And then second is the accountability, which is so much what the lead execution system is all about. It's certainly in the Fit Life Challenge as well. You've got to have accountability to be able to make sure you're doing the things and then to make it fun is, is the third. And for where this came from, several years back when I owned a CrossFit gym, members would come to me in the gym with questions or even others who didn't know me, who'd see me would come and ask questions. And the questions would always be something like, wow, at, at your age with family and a busy schedule, how do you stay in shape? And what's your diet? And how much do you exercise? Basically, all the questions were around the concept of, is it exercise or is it nutrition? And while nutrition certainly has a huge, huge part of this, it's, I'd typically answer and say, well, yes, it's both nutrition and exercise, but also more. It's actually four components, mindset, sleep, nutrition, and exercise. And so for the quick version of those, the mindset we sort of talked about already, but if I were going to say one thing that people should do to change is start the day with their morning routine. It has been by far the most effective thing that I have ever done in my life. And just that, that place where I get, get in the, the state of, you know, I'll come out in the morning and, and you first step is getting your body in motion. So it's simply just going to be doing the breathing exercises or priming or just moving around. And then from there you go into meditation and then journaling using the elite journal that we'll talk about in a minute. So just simply doing that in the first few minutes of the day is really the best thing that people can do to get started. From there, there's also a bedtime routine. You just simply meaning going to bed at the, basically the same time at night, having a routine like we talked about saying prayers and wins with your boys before bed. And then for the diet piece, you know, I could get into all kinds of details here, but it's all in the guide, fitlifechallenge.com. But it basically comes down to this. People, people are always saying just eat less and work out more, right? But what happens when you eat less? Your metabolism slows down and you're hungry. So I ask people, would you really enjoy going through the rest of your life being hungry? Of course not, right? So why do it? This is absolutely about the quality of food and not the quantity of food. So in short, for tips, it's eating vegetables, fish, lean meats, nuts and seeds. And in the process, make sure it tastes really, really good so you enjoy it too. It's really just about cutting out those things that hurt our performance and eating the foods that allow us to have that vitality and perform better. And what does that take? You cut out the grains, you cut out the dairy, you cut out the sugar, you're going to have so much more energy. I mean, I did it for a CrossFit challenge years ago, and I went back to it and I was like, gosh, I feel sluggish. I just don't want to eat this stuff anymore. And then I think where it leads, it's like Darren Hardy and the compound effect. I mean, you can do the same thing and you're, you're not going to notice a difference for some time, but then there's one guy who's going to eat just a little bit better every day and one guy who's going to eat a little bit worse. And then you won't notice a difference like a month later or even a few months later, but you start to it a year and then two years, three years. It's just such a massive difference. So it's, it's taking those little daily habits, putting them into your life. And I mean, I, that's what I love doing is helping people. You know, we, we always talk about if you live fit, you're going to ignite performance and you're going to live that great life. So anyway, that's a, a, a short version of what could be a very long conversation. Well, that's a great overview. And I'll just say, you know, having been on the, the a part of this, you know, probably 10 times now with Patrick is, you know, we all can be guilty of, uh, of 
finding excuses, right? Why we don't take care of ourselves. Uh, obviously, you know, maybe not obviously, but but my belief is diet is the most critical component of of, of it. But um, but we all find excuses why we don't what we don't exercise. And Patrick has shown me and, and a lot of other leaders how we can get one heck of a workout and be sore for days in under ten minutes with no weight uh, whatsoever, no machinery. Uh, but we all come up with excuses. Oh, I've been traveling, so I didn't have time to get to a gym. Or um, um, it, it's it's often uh, excuses and building these simple simple habits. It doesn't take a lot of time and can be incredible, especially over time, as, as you just said, uh, really elegant elegantly there. So so thank you for that. So uh, with that said, I want to uh, come to a tool that that you've spearheaded uh, the launch on this past year, which is one. A bunch of a bunch of uh, words for top uh, bestseller lists, and and uh, we've heard endless endless uh, people uh, talking about how impactful it's been. You know, I've had people go and read the elite execution system, you know, building an elite organization, and implement the elite execution system, and 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 come to me though and say, you know, their biggest takeaway was the implementing the elite journal into into their their day to day life. So, talk to us a little bit about this, the the where this came from, and. And what's the value of implementing this uh, simple, simple tool we call the the Elite Journal? Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, definitely used every day by me and by many people. And it's so gratifying to hear that. And I'll acknowledge you again. I mean, this definitely has a lot of the stuff that came from me and what I like, the habits, routines that I was just talking about, the fitness. But it's blended with the Elite Execution System. What you created is truly the greatest system I've ever seen to helping people be productive and scale and create these incredibly profitable businesses. And then you pair it with this, which is really, we call it the companion to your book, Building Elite Organization, because it is essentially what I see as the daily guide for how anyone using the elite execution system can put the practice into their life. And I mean, there's so many things in here where you think of, if you're going to sit down and start with this, I mean, I have the the vision board that we start out with and, and you go through and it Actually, the Elite Journal leads you through the steps of being able to go through and first look out where you want to go in the future. We mentioned it before with the life assessment, the goal designing, like where do you want to be in 10 to 25 years? Paint that ideal future picture and then back it up and say, okay, where do you want to be in three years? And what do you have to do in one year to be on track to be able to get there? And then you break it down to, again, getting into Elite Execution System terms of the rocks. What are you going to do in the next 90 days to get there? And then from there, you go down to your weekly pages and your daily pages. So within those, you actually start off every day and write what you're grateful for. You write your top goals. You write your top priorities for the day to reach those goals. And it's just a way to get grounded. And like you mentioned, the the amazing feedback that we've received, I've just loved hearing from all the people that say, they hadn't journaled before, but now that they're doing this, they just have so much more clarity. It's like they know where to go. They get rid of all the junk that the kind of like the whole idea of you, you need to be con- in control of your day. And normally people would just open up and their emails and be dictated by things that are coming into them. And But now they're being more proactive with their life. They're relaxing by focusing on what they're grateful for. They're focusing on the top priorities first and they're getting it done. So to me, that's been just wonderful in, in hearing how it's really helped people get to that ideal life, which is kind of the whole point of everything we've been talking about today. Awesome, Patrick. So so I know it can seem uh, uh, self-fulfilling self, uh, uh, here to, to, to promote the Elite Journal as we did create it here at DLP. And it's a, 
uh, you know, product that, uh, you know, we do have for sale on Amazon and, and, um, and, and so forth, but it really is. I mean, it's been unbelievably, uh, incredibly uh, impactful to me uh, using it, but, but e probably even more powerful to me has been hearing uh, so many of these success stories, how it's, it's changed, you know, people's lives um, and how it's improved their, not just their individual performance, but improved their, their, I love the clarity there, their clarity, their focus, their intentionality around being a father, a mother, a husband, improved their 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 fitness um, has helped them certainly accomplish more in their work that's the most kind of obvious um, uh, value that that often comes out of it but it really is just incredible and I know for me you know it took me until probably five or six years ago that I got into the habit of journaling and and thought it was silly and and why would I ever do that and it just seemed seemed you know seemed ridiculous uh, to me, the thought of sitting down and writing down, you know, my thoughts, writing down my goals, writing down um, my wins. Um, but but if you just willing to give it a chance and 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 put it into action, it's 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 unbelievable. And we've seen it from our frontline people in roles like in maintenance or construction, who who might be in their fifties or sixties, who've never thought about a tool like this put into into play and and have life changing. Um, effects, let alone those in, you know, younger in their, their careers or senior leaders who've had more exposure to personal development uh, across the board. It's been been really incredible. So again, I give you kudos for, for making that happen, making this uh, dream of yours a reality and, um, and uh, helping so many people. So, so again, this has been Patrick O'Donnell, um, the uh, man who made the Elite Journal happen. Um, and uh, it's helping you know deliver wow to so many people within DLP and, and outside of it. You know, thank you so much for for everything uh, everything you're doing. Absolutely, my pleasure. Always great to talk about all this wonderful stuff we're doing. And I guess before we go, I'd just love to kind of acknowledge you as truly leading by example here at this organization, but beyond DLP too, really making a difference in the world. I think being able to be that model and kind of showing us the way through the forest as we talk about what good leaders do and what a uh, I love the quote by, by Jim Collins. He says, um, the X factor of truly great leadership is humility. Humility combined with a ferocious will for something bigger than yourself. And I think it describes you so well in that you've used DLP as your vehicle, but you're making a difference not only for all of us here at DLP and our families, but all of the elite members and prosperity members that we touch, and really beyond that to impact the whole world through the DLP Positive Returns Foundation and everything that you're doing with this podcast and all the rest. So just want to say thank you and uh, it's a pleasure so keep up the great impact thank you patrick too, too kind all right well i hope you enjoyed that quite a lot packed into that conversation right you can find the show notes and all the many resources that we mentioned at livefitignitechange.com slash intro or for short live f-i-c that's L-I-V-E-F-I-C dot com slash intro. You'll find everything you need there. If you resonated with this and would like to live fit and ignite change in your life, you can get started for free at livefitignitechange.com slash start, where you can join our community of high performers and get access to our kickstart resources for free. You can choose if you'd like to start on the path to getting in the best shape of your life and or ignite the change you'd wish to see by casting a vision and taking the steps to get there. You can get plugged in at livefitignitechange.com slash start or for short, livefic.com slash start.
Also, my family and I, we're igniting the change that we wish to see in the world by helping others live it. We were sick of all the processed, sugar-loaded foods and drinks marketed to us, especially to our youth. So we're developing a line of truly delicious, grain-free, sugar-free products that children and adults love as part of our InRive Performance Nutrition brand. Learn more and join the InRive Insiders for free to be the first to hear about samples, launch parties, and specials at InRive.com. That's I-N-R-I-V-E.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please be sure to like, share, rate, and review the show. This is what's needed to help reach more and serve more. So together, we truly can ignite the change that we wish to see. Thank you so much for your help in making it happen. And I hope you make it an outstanding day and go forth to light, love, and serve the world and live the life you've always imagined.